0: Welcome to the MKD Podcast. I am your host, D. Miller Hell. If you're new here, consider subscribing. And welcome back again to all of my day ones, those that have been listening for a while. It's been an interesting uh, season that we have here. This episode will be no different than the previous. In this one, we're going to be talking about some changes. That we're going to be making for the MKD podcast and as a Bitcoiner. Maybe you can uh, incorporate some of these changes as well. Stay tuned. Peace, peace. All right. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back, everyone. All my new people thanks for uh tapping in hope you enjoyed this episode just gonna be talking about a couple of changes this episode like i described and maybe you guys might see some value in some of these changes maybe you'll adopt them as well so let's uh let's talk about it first things first you know mkd podcast media I think the superior choice right now on the market to, you know, engage an audience has got to be Fountain, especially as a Bitcoiner. So our first order of business, if you haven't already, download the Fountain app. Do some research on this app. I heard about some updates today with regards to how they're developing more of a circular economy with regards to Bitcoin. And I think that, you know, based upon the the comments, the feedback that I've been getting from you all, you know, with regards to engaging in that circular economy, it comes in degrees, if you will, right? There's, There's levels to how much you're dipped into or tapped into Bitcoin. I remember when I first got involved in this space, you know, there were certain ones, influencers and what have you, that were talking about how much that they would advise an individual to allocate to Bitcoin of their network. And it was very small, right? It was, it was something that I felt like was a good idea at the time. You know, this is in my early days in the space. <clears throat> Uh, I think you guys might even can tell where I got this idea from, as far as that small allocation in Bitcoin, and but we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, at this point, though, I think now certain ones want to engage in the circular economy in the same fashion. They don't want to, you know, we'll say allocate or utilize all of their Bitcoin holdings for a, a Bitcoin circular economy, but. I think it's become more, there are more options now, right? There's a much larger market now for people to use their Bitcoin. So I think that that's cool. And for me, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, you know, Google, etc., etc., none of these are actually conducive to that end. So I would like to say again, if you're already in the Bitcoin space, you're listening to the podcast, I think it's more advantageous for you to listen while on Fountain. I could give you multiple reasons. One of them would be, I think that announcement that I was just talking about earlier and you guys do your own research, but it was associated with the commercials that are that that may come upon like that that may come on the podcast while you're listening right you're going to be paid to listen to those pot to those advertisements i think that's really cool right for you guys to listen to the podcast if an advertisement comes on that you be compensated for your time right and there are other methods as well you guys can make you know snippets of the podcast maybe there are certain points that you find as valuable or you know it may be the a very powerful portion of the podcast um you're able to engage and on that way right by creating that little piece that uh could then receive compensation via someone giving you you know some bitcoin some satoshis so this is cool like i said please do your own research find out why it makes much more sense to listen to podcasts on fountain we've had uh we've had the podcast there for a while but we were not promoting it Moving forward, I'm definitely not going to be promoting the podcast on any of those other platforms. So that's why I'm giving the advance notice. Go ahead and download the fountain app. Yep, fountain. All right, that's change number one. That's change number one. I hope you guys are already familiar with fountain. It's it's really cool. It's sleek. Um, I love the experience thus far. And I think that just as a as as we kind of move forward, my whole thing is, is to make sure that you guys get the most value as possible from the podcast. All right. Moving on. So I want to send a shout out to Alex Creates. You guys make sure you follow Alex Creates there on Twitter. He is uh, the creator of the Bitrunner series among others, there on Toshi, you guys know that I'm a major patron of that collection. He asked the last time he was on the podcast, or I should say the time he was on the podcast, we'll have Alex back on, however, he asked if I was on uh, Noster, and I said no, you know, that I didn't actually see the immediate value of it. Um, because it wasn't too much different than what I was already using. You guys know if you go back into the podcast, you go back into the series, you'll see that I was promoting uh, Sphinx chat, which worked similarly. And I, and I think one of the, the reasons why I gravitated to it so heavily was because as a podcaster I was able to send that uh, that feed from the, of the podcast directly into the Sphinx chat group that I had created, the tribe that I had created. So it worked really well um, initially, but I do see, you know, what the issue can be with that. Uh, And there are a couple, right? If you're not running your own relay, you have to purchase one. They're not always available. Um, Something that was much more immediate as far as an issue that I had with Sphinx chat was... Uh, I lost my my key my private key somehow I was trying to update my app and I didn't have what I thought I had with regards to the keys of course they can't be reproduced so I lost access to even my home tribe so I say all of that to say uh, we will be moving officially to uh, Noster. And I want to give you guys a heads up to make sure that you have your Nostr account. Make sure you get on over, check it out. There's a couple of different apps that you can use to access NOSTER. And uh, basically what it is, if you're unfamiliar, is that it is a social media. Yep, it's a social media, Bitcoin, or I should say lightning is already integrated, much better way to use social media because there aren't any censors or right, like the censorship is not an issue on that platform. I also think that there are other opportunities. I'll actually be covering that as I gain more experience on Noster. I'll make sure I report that back to you guys. Yeah. So again, shout outs to Alex. I appreciate you uh, initially asking me about that. The more that I've studied up on it, the more that I realize its value. And I'm definitely going to be making that transition. I just see that a lot of a lot of Bitcoiners are already over there, um, have been using it, using it in different kind of uh, innovative and creative ways that are getting my attention. So I'm going to I'm going to get on in there and see what's going on. I'll make sure to have my, my public key so that you guys can follow me on Noster. I'll have that available here shortly. My goal, folks, is to have it there before June the 15th. And you guys remember, June the 15th is important. For what? We have our giveaway. June the 15th is the date associated with Balaji's bet that Bitcoin will be valued at a million dollars. He made a million dollar bet that this would happen. And we decided we were going to kind of jump on that bandwagon. Doesn't look like it's going to happen though, folks. (laughs) I'm kind of laughing about it now. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. But uh, let's say it does happen. We'll give away 11 pieces from our art collection. If it does not happen, we'll just be giving away the one piece from the Bitrunner series. To... uh, enter the giveaway all you have to do is share or I should say like and share the post that's if you're following us on social media which you should be if you're not and you're just kind of checking this out on whatever platform you're using for your podcast you can share it on whatever social media you like just make sure that you tag me in it so that I'm aware that you're sharing it all right let's come on to the close. this one is kind of the meat and potatoes of it all or i should say something that i'm going to be working on we'll say over the next week or two maybe some homework for you guys but this is related to an update that i saw and it's really cool it's really cool actually so what I saw was that there is now a bolts kind of a uh, functionality out there there's this software that can be used that can take you from lightning to liquid atomic swap right so no need for an exchange or any of that kind of stuff associated with exchanges just an atomic swap right something that happens uh without anyone in the middle this is great for a couple of reasons now when I first got into lightning when I first decided that that was the direction that we wanted to go as a group during the block size wars you guys remember those those times uh, we were under the name uh, Morex Bitcoin Solutions so one of the selling points of the lightning network was that we could create i believe it was uh nick sabo it could have been hal finney but i believe it was nick sabo that described the cyclic hub it was like a banking hub he was describing how you know maybe the bitcoin would migrate from layer one to layer two like lightning and then there you would find something like what everyone is describing as a custodial Kind of ownership of the Bitcoin, right? Many people say, or I should say some people say, the naysayers, they say lightning Bitcoin is not real Bitcoin, it's custodial Bitcoin, because real Bitcoin is when you actually have the keys. You guys clear on that? Okay, well, one of the, the pain points that I came across with trying to, you know, manifest this whole idea of a cyclic hub was that you had to like balance your channels. And this was not so easy. It hasn't been easy for any amount of time, (laughs) right? It's, It's not something easy, but this is most important if you're going to actually extract any value right on the lightning network. Many people were describing it kind of like MasterCard or what have you, like a layer above final settlement. Now, if you're going to capture any value, you have to make sure that you're efficient with managing your channels. This is what, again, was difficult from the start. Right. That was not something that I was necessarily proficient in at any amount of time. So, okay. The other thing was, was, of course, we noticed in the high fee environment that we had these forced closures. Right. Channels were being forced closed. People were losing funds because of the forced closure. And that kind of brings me to my next change. Right. Another change that we definitely want to make. <clears throat> so I've been using LD. This is kind of in the weeds for those of you that are new to Bitcoin and maybe don't run a node. But I've been using the L&D implementation of Lightning. And it's been good. Right? It's basically been the best that's available for the most part for me. uh, Using Umbral. However. uh, They just added the core. The the core Lightning from Blockstream implementation. And it's definitely looks sleeker. Than the L&D. And I'm very interested in, in, and I'm hopeful, right? I haven't put too much effort into this. I'll make sure to report back to you guys, but I'm very hopeful that it's going to be much more intuitive with regards to balancing channels because that was the initial point with lightning. It wasn't just, we need to scale, but there was an incentive associated. So I'm very much so still interested in that incentive. I hope that the the core lightning will make this process much easier. The other thing that I know is going to be much easier, and I'm very happy to, uh, you know, speak on this. But it's the whole idea of using that bolts software, where I can just have an atomic swap between liquid and lightning. This will allow for me to top up you know, my lightning node if necessary very quickly without having to worry about the main chain. So of course that means as long as I have liquid Bitcoin, you know, on tap, as long as I have liquid Bitcoin on tap, there shouldn't be any reason uh, with regards to the main chain that should cause me any issues with uh, maintaining liquidity on my liquid, or excuse me, my lightning node. Once again, the reason why I want to maintain that liquidity is because I don't want to force closure and lose my money. And then, of course, the main reason is I intended to get into this space early to position myself so that I could, again, monetize that opportunity of running a lightning node and allowing for liquidity to run through my node. So we're switching from L&D to Core Lightning. I'm going to be working on this, we'll say, for the next week or two, just to see if I can get things in order. Let me know in the comments section. um, Have you guys done anything with Core Lightning? Has it been useful and helpful to you with regards to, you know, making sure that... uh, Again, those those two major issues, is it any easier to you know, balance your channels? I never got a grip on that. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> I never got a grip on that. Uh, what's available through L&D and some of the other stuff there on Umbro, it just wasn't intuitive enough for me. And then of course, I, I would like to know, have you guys tried bolts yet? You know, I've uh, I've been using Coinos Classic. It allows for me to do something similar. Not the same, but similar. So I-, I would like to know if you guys have been trying that. Has it been helpful to you? Once again, just something that I felt had to be mentioned in our last episode. I talked about how I thought onboarding. You would see a whole lot more of lightning and liquid. Right. I was saying that because of the main chain issues and that it's impossible to scale that main chain, you're going to most definitely see lightning and liquid utilized much more often for onboarding purposes. But now we're seeing something even more, uh, we'll say, integral to that whole dynamic, which is what is the most efficient way? What is the fastest way? To make sure that the lightning network stays up, i.e. make sure they're properly, that there's proper liquidity. It's very interesting. Very interesting. It's like the perfect storm. All right. With that being said, we are at our, you know, just about the 20 minute marker. I'm not going to hold you. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to subscribe, give us a share, all of that good stuff, support the podcast. Uh, just as a reminder, if you guys would like to engage more so in that Bitcoin circular economy, not only join Fountain, not only follow on Norster, but support the arts, support the culture. Find me there on Toshi. The name is Bitsy, B-I-T-S-I. You can support the podcast by picking up a piece of artwork. You can also support the greater circular economy, the greater Bitcoin economy in the same way. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy your weekend. Take care.